Welcome back, Gems, to another wonderful episode of the Grateful Gem Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Chanel, and I can't wait for you to hear today's topic. Gems are definitely going to be dropped, so make sure you tune in and stick around. Let's get into it. What's going on, Gems? I am so excited for today's message um today is just like overwhelming you know before i tuned into church online because i do work on sundays but i tuned into church um and my heart was already overwhelmed with just a lot of things that has been going on in the world and i kind of lost focus of what i was supposed to be doing so to log in to church and get back on task with what I was um, supposed to be doing was just awesome um so today because you don't know do, 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 <laughs> today's topic is the season of multiple choice dun, dun, dun. you're probably like girl wait <laughs> like I've been waiting all day and that's what you're gonna come talk about multiple choice this ain't no quiz ah but it is <laughs> um I was sitting here and I was like, what should I call this? What should I name this? And, you know, I thought about, you know, the the seasons of doors, doors of seasons, seasons change, you know, because we're in a different season and the temperature has changed, the wind has changed. But I was like, you know, no, let's let's run that. Let's let's do that. Because I do feel like, you know, when you have more than one door, you do have choices. And when you switch from one season to another, you choose to pay attention to the change of um, what goes on in your life. Just like with season change, we can tell when the season changes, when the temperature changes, when the trees change, when the um, birds fly away, when, you know, things feel different. We look, they look different. So it's like, you know, things change. So you have the option to choose a different door in a different season, but you may have more than one option. So you may have several doors that you're trying to open, or you may open the wrong door, and it leads to another door, but that door is locked. So you have to go out um, and come back in, or go out and go another way. And that's pretty much what my life has entailed over the last three or four months or so, if I'm being real with you guys. Um, Today they were preaching from Mark 2, 1. So if you're not familiar with that passage, I just want to give you a backstory. So it talks about a guy who was laying on his mat, who was lame, not lame, but he, um, he couldn't walk. And he, um, he was on his mat and his friends came to him and said, you know, hey, we heard Jesus in town. He's doing these miracles. So they lift him up and lift his mat and grab him. And they get to where Jesus is, but they can't because they're blocked. Um, they're at the door. They're right where Jesus is, but they can't get there because there's so many people crowded. There's no way to get in. And so they decide, like, hey, you know, let's take him up on the roof. And, you know, they're at Peter's house, and they go up on the roof. They make a hole, and they drop him in, and they stand there and wait for him. And as he um, goes down in the hole, you know, Jesus sees them. He gets there and he said, you know, because of your friend's faith, um, or he doesn't say that. He says, you know, um, because, what did he say? He said, because of your, um, yeah, because of your friend's faith, I have forgiven all of your sins. And so when I, when I heard the pastor say that, I was just like, hmm, 
that's crazy because if you haven't noticed or if you haven't heard in previous episodes I always talk about how meet friends who's going to push you into purpose so here you have a guy that can't get to Jesus on his own who doesn't even know that Jesus is there um I can't remember for 100% if he was blind or if he couldn't walk but Mark 2 1 you guys can read it <laughs> so correct me if I'm wrong but um I think he couldn't walk I, I can't remember um but anyways back to the topic on here I'm getting distracted so you know like I was saying you hear me talk about all the time about friends that can push you into purpose and so over the last couple of months um this has been really critical to my life this has been really detrimental for me because I always say that I am not in a position to mentally deal with the things that are overly like compassive with just drama and me causing myself to overanalyze and be analytical in different ways that I shouldn't have to be when I have to question every move that a person makes and why would a person say this and I found myself asking myself these three questions why would this person say that why would this person do that and what is this person's motives or intention and when I find myself asking those three questions about a lot of people in my circle I get to ask myself the overall question of what is God trying to show me so in this season of my life um I learned that it 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 gets harder you know when you've overcome an obstacle in your previous life you know not previous life lord <laughs> this ain't no reincarnation but <laughs> but you you get to a point where you start thinking about things that have happened previously in your in your life that's what i meant to say sorry you guys are like girl what you ain't no reincarnation uh-uh. i ain't talking about that um but you tend to grab memories from things and experiences and you hold on to them and if you're like me um you tackle experiences the same way that you tackled them before and i found myself saying the other day i was talking to one of my good friends and i told her i said this is what because something happened where i was just so disappointed i was at my breaking point i was just like lord i'm about to give up and so i ended up telling her i said this is why because whatever it was it didn't work out um the way that i saw it working out and so I ended up telling her, I said, this is why my faith gets weary. This is why I have faith that is shaken because every time I find myself believing, every time I find myself hoping and holding on to and having faith in what God has for me, it doesn't work out. And so in that moment, I was about to give up. And she was able to push me into purpose and tell me to change my perspective, to bring down my expectations of what I was expecting God to do. And it was in that moment where at first I was just like, no, I'm not going to believe that or I'm not going to hear that because God has did it before. He can do it again. But I have to realize that this, I'm in a different season of my life and God is still God. You know, he's the same yesterday, today, tomorrow and forever. And so... I sat here and I said, you know what? She's right. So let me change my perspective. Let me change what I'm expecting God to do. Let me change 
what it is that I believe in God for. No, I'm still believing God for it, but let me change the way that looks. So, um, and just to let you guys know, this message may be a little long because there's just so many components that I wrote down from church this morning that I want to go over. Um, again, we're talking about Mark 2, 1, about how this guy, friends, you know, got him to victory. They pushed him into purpose. So that's part one of this. So, but they encounter a delay. So the first point was the door of delay because we're talking about multiple choices and different doors. So I'm going to go over three doors. The first door is the door of delay. So they get to where Jesus is and they can't get to Jesus because there's so many people. The doorway is blocked. So they decide to take another way. They go up on the roof. They cut a hole, build a hole, hit a hole, whatever. And they put him down in there and they put him, they lay him at Jesus' feet. And he says, because of your friend's faith, you have been made healed. You have been healed. I have forget. No, I forgive you for your sins. And so, um, I thought that was so good because I think about just the last couple of days of the things that are going on in my life where... I felt disabled, you know, I felt a handicap in areas that I couldn't see correctly, I couldn't hear correctly, and I couldn't walk to where God was trying to tell me to go, and so to have a friend that could push me into that was just amazing. Are you loving this episode? Great. Don't forget to leave your feedback by rating and leaving a review on Apple iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe anywhere, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And make sure that you follow us on Instagram to keep up in the know of what's going on with the podcast. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Um, I believe that it goes above measures because I remember being in a season where I didn't have people that could push me into purpose. And I couldn't recognize, you know, what was going on with my friendships. And I also think about, too that you know it just comes a point in time where when you have multiple doors in front of you you have to remember what's behind you and sometimes you may open the door that you're supposed to be at but or you may have your hand on the knob of the door where you're supposed to be but that door may be locked and it may be because of the things you're trying to carry like the bags that you have bringing uh, them into that new season sometimes you have to just drop those bags remember the song about Erica about bag lady you gonna hurt your bag Grabbing all the bags like that. <laughs> but, um, seriously, like, carrying a whole bunch of stuff that you're not even supposed to carry. Other people's issues, other people's emergencies, other people, other people, other people. And you have so much carry that you can't even carry your own weight. So, I really am thankful to have such a great friend and such a great small circle that I can continue to decide cipher you know what is pushing me into purpose and what is keeping me from purpose and sometimes letting go of that baggage can be definitely the hardest thing to do but when I got out of that mindset and I started thinking okay I'm still in the same place I was I'm not moving forward what is going on and then God started revealing so many things to me okay he started revealing so many things to me through my relationships and not only showed me that I need to be a little bit more conservative on what the information that I put out, but also to not rely on people, to rely on him. And God will use those people to push me into purpose. And this is something like one of my good friends, we have not been friends that long. Uh, we met 
right when I started working at the bank. So in 2019, and I tell you, when God moves, I said you probably heard this in a previous episode too. But when God speaks to her, or when God speaks through her to me, it blesses my life because, like I said in a previous situation, um, I was just oh just at a peaks in because I was like okay Lord like I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing you've confirmed this so why did it not happen for me and then when she literally sent me that audio and was telling me to change my mindset change my expectations stop looking at the the negatives and even my sister she was telling me the same thing she was like okay you know it didn't happen the way that you thought it was going to happen but it's still going to happen so now what are you going to do um, and if you haven't listened to the previous episode, in the meantime, boop, 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 go back. Because that will get you all the way together as well. But you need people that can push you into purpose. So um, that was one of the points that I took from the message today. That your circle matters. Your circle matters. And I don't care what your circle looks like. You need to go through that mud and do clean house. Just like you clean your spring cleaning. You clean your apartment when you get ready to leave. You throw some stuff away. You take some stuff. You hold on to some stuff. And then when you move, you end up throwing some more stuff away. And that's where I am, honestly. Because when I get ready to get my new place, I still, like, the other day I thought about it. I was like, I still have these that I should have... So I threw away a lot of stuff when I moved because I was like, okay, this is not going to fill in the truck. I'm not making room for it. It's not that important. It fit me in this season, but it, it can't go where I'm going. This ain't go my new vibe. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I'm over here moving my hands. But my new vibe that I'm having for my place, this can't fit. So it's got to go in the trash. And even though I was kind of still holding on, I was like, no, I'm going to take it. And then at the last minute, I was just like, well, this can't fit. All of this stuff can't fit in the car. So, no, I'm not going to take it. So, um that's just the same thing we need to apply to our life do clean house with the people that you have around you and people it's not saying that people are bad but the people that are in your season right now may not be suitable for where god is taking you so please remember that you need people that's going to push you into purpose people who can speak life into you when you feel weak when you feel dead when you feel unoptimistic when you feel unencouraged when you feel at your lowest you need people that can pray for you and intentionally have great intentions on your behalf and vice versa now don't be those type of person that have one-sided relationships and you're the person that's being one-sided like uh uh-uh we're not doing that so continue to pour out into your friends and let them pour into you and make sure that you're telling the right people the right things that was my biggest issue and i kept i went like i told you guys i do therapy and that was my biggest lesson every day i talk to my uh therapist or every session that i talk to her i have a story to tell about somebody in my life something that happened and she said what is god trying to tell you and i said girl at this point it's just plain black and white i gotta i gotta take inventory i gotta take heed to who i'm allowing to speak life into me who I'm allowing to speak life into and who I'm allowing to let access into the points of my life that should be private. So, um, I think that that first point is definitely important. Your circle matters. Um, the next thing that I want to talk about with the door of delay is your perception. I talked about in a couple of episodes how I was talking to my brother one day and it was like a Sunday or a Monday and I was like, oh, I can't wait for it to be Friday. He was like, we're almost there. And in my head, I'm thinking, what? We almost there. Like, boy, please. We got a whole five, four days to go before we get to the day on Friday. And here you are talking about we're almost there. And then it was in that moment where God used me because he said, it's your perception. It's how you look at it. Because technically, you're both not, you're both right. 
we're in your perspective, you're looking at it as okay, we got five more days, and he's looking at it as okay, yeah, we're on Monday, but we're one day closer to Friday. So I think that your perception is everything. What you see and what reality is definitely matters. How you view things and how you take them, your perception is everything. Um, because you you tend to see what you say and say what you see. So if the two aren't lining up. It's like you have to take a step back to see, like, get a bird's eye view of what God is really trying to show you. Because um, something that was also mentioned today in church was that God's going to get you there. But sometimes the way that you're trying to go is not the way that God's trying to take you. And I literally, it was crazy. I had, like, an epiphany when he said that because I was literally thinking about a situation that happened with me in my car. Um, I ended up giving, paying my car off and selling it. And I was like, I'm going to get me a brand new car. Blah, blah, blah. I really don't want a new car. But at the end of the day, God is telling me to get rid of this car. And it just happened so fast. So I was like, you know, I'm going to be obedient. However, because I can't see what God is keeping me from. Maybe my car was going to clunk out. I had 130 miles on it, but I bought it brand new. However, when I first bought it, that next year I moved to Atlanta. So I traveled back and forth in my car from Jacksonville to Atlanta. Then I drove to the port. We went to the Bahamas. All that stuff. So I had heck ton of miles on there. And it was just time to let it go. So, I end up going back to the place where I had a great memory. And as you remember, I told you guys previously that creating memories when you're in a season of uncertainty is key. Because when you remember that God did it before, he will do it again. That will get you through. However, what I didn't tell you guys is that don't be so stuck in that in the way God did it before. Because that's not going to be the way that he does it now. And that is also why I had to step back and stop saying that this is why my faith is wavered. This is why I can't trust the way I need to. Because this is a part of the journey of having a relationship with God. You, When you're going through different... If it was just so easy and smooth sailing. And I just woke up. Oh, I'm just not, not worried about anything. That lets me know that I'm not trying hard enough. That I'm not dreaming big enough. That I'm not believing God big enough. Because... I'm having this, not even a mustard seed of faith. I'm just like, okay, I know God's going to do it. But to some extent, you do know that God's going to do it. But if you get to a point where it's just like, it's too easy to keep believing, you have to ask yourself, am I really progressing in my relationship with God? Am I putting him in a box saying that, you know, he's going to do it, but I'm expecting the bare minimum. And then when you get the bare minimum, it's like, see, I knew it. But God could have blessed you higher, but... He gave you what you wanted. He gave you what you saw. And sometimes he gives us more. But sometimes the guy we see is the guy we get. So if we feel like, oh, God can only do this. Sometimes he's going to do that to show you that I can still do it. Like, don't put limits on me. Don't put me in a box. And so I had to get out of the mindset of saying, this is why my faith is wavered. This is why I can't trust God the way I need to trust God. This is why I can't do the things that I need to do because my faith is wavering. And today I was reminded that my faith is wavered because I'm continuously growing with God. So it's not going to always be easy. And then when it becomes easy, I have to question myself. Like, am I challenging myself enough? Am I taking my faith to the next level? Or is my faith in the same place it was two years ago? Because why is this so easy? You have to think about nothing comes easy. And at the end of the day, a spiritual walk with God is never easy. I'm telling you, it's not. But I have to get in the mindset of just looking at, okay, my perception. And when he talked about that today, I was just like, wow, this is really good. Like, I'm telling you, like, church really chopped me up in pieces because I'm like, this is literally me. Because I literally said those words. This is why I can't trust God the way I need to because such and such, such. And then I had to think about, is it is it that God can't do it or is it that I'm expecting him to show up in a different way from what he, because at the end of the day, he's still doing it. So like I said, going back to the memory that I had with my car, I got my car brand new, no miles 
payment that I wanted. Um, I did put money down, but um, I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't a lot, but anyways, that's not the message. So, here I am in my mindset thinking, okay, God did it before he got me a brand new car. I had to put little no money down. My credit wasn't the best, even though, you know, I'm working with a credit specialist now. So, I'm like, okay, I should be in a better predicament. So, I get to the dealership, see the car that I want, and the number, I could have got the car, but I'm thankful that I didn't get the car because the payments was definitely higher than what I wanted, um, way higher. I was, like, looking crazy. Um, it was... It was a car that I wanted, but it had, like, all these extra packages on it that I really didn't care about. I really don't care about technology and stuff like that. I just need a car where it's spacious, something where I can easily access my baby in the back seat, something that has a vent in the back, like, small stuff like that. So, all that leather packages, EX, LX, SPX, Sport, Eco, all that. I do care about Eco now, don't get me wrong. But Sport, I'm never going to use it. Like... I, I'm not going to use it. And then before, you know, I didn't want a, rever- a reverse camera. But now, I like it because I don't have to keep jogging my neck back or moving my mirrors back. So, my needs changed, right? So, um, I was disappointed because I told my sister, I was like, I wanted that car. I feel like that was the car. I know God is telling me I want to get this car. And I was like, but... I can't keep I can't keep sitting here. I can't keep getting disappointed because God didn't do what I thought he was going to do. So, going forward, I ain't gonna lie to you guys, I kind of broke down because I was like, I'm disappointed, I wanted that car, like, why is the payment so high, I'm not paying that, and I'm not putting all this money down, I'm not doing that, you know, just creating all these scenarios, and so my sister was just like, listen, take a minute, get over how you feel, deal with how you feel, and then decide what are you gonna do from there, and I was just like, okay, so that after, literally after we left the dealership, we would have got something to eat, and she was like, Weigh your options. Look at what, boom, 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 like different doors of opportunity. Which one do you want to take? So I ended up saying, okay, let's try to sell the car. So I went, put in the thing. They gave me a number. I said, cool, that'll work. It's more than what I had because I'm getting ready to pay it off. I only have 1300 to pay it off, so I'm profiting money because at the end of the day, you're giving me back more than it's worth. And I know that because I put it in KBB. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay my car off, and I'm walking away with money as well. So I ended up going. And I think I told you guys about this whole story. Like, when I got there, my name was already on the board next to 777. I was just like, God, it's meant for me to be here. And I thought that was crazy because I had not called. I had not gone in. I had not done anything. So, for my name to be on that board, I just knew I was at the right place at the right time. I wish I had it with that first instead of going to the dealership. But, anyways, that's a story for another day. <laughs> but, um, so, I ended up selling the car. And then, from that moment, I was just like, okay. So, now I have to figure out, okay, when I'm going to get a new car. Da, da, da. So, from that was back in September. We're in November now. So, September, um, sold my car. Still was looking at cars. Um, so, I started back looking at cars recently. Like, maybe like a couple of weeks ago. Like, one or two weeks ago. I haven't been, I stopped looking at that bitch. Because I was like, okay, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment. So, I started looking at cars, and I came across this Volkswagen. I was like, oh, this is really nice. It's going to be brand new. It's not that much. It's like $24,000. that will put me where I want to be at for my payments. I'm going to go test drive it. Cool. So, I go to a Volkswagen dealership near my home or whatever, and they they didn't have the car I wanted, but I ended up test driving another one. I loved it, but I decided it wasn't for me because it just it felt masculine. I loved it, but I was like, ah, this ain't the car. So, the next day, um, that night... 
I got an email about another car that I saw. It was a brand new car. And I called about it. The guy was like, oh, you know, it's coming from the port. It's not here yet. So I said, okay, cool. So that night, I get an email at like 7. And the lady's like, oh, you know, we got this car in. Do you want to test drive it? So I'm like, what? I was like, I just talked to a person in your uh, sales department. And he advised me that the car was not available. And so she was like, no, it just got here today. It came off the truck. So I said, okay. And so I went to tell my friend about it. I was like, listen, you know, I saw this car. It's really nice. It's not what I wanted, but I like it. And I could grow to love it. I even saw like a model of it. It was just a different color. I was like, oh, this is nice. I like it. It's not going to be too expensive. Blah, blah, blah. I just need enough space to be my baby. Blah, blah, blah. I love it. And so she was just like, you know, yeah. She was like, test drive it. Let me know how you like it. And she was like, just keep an open mind. She's like, maybe you need to look at something that's not newer, but like an older uh, bottle but with less miles that could put you on a better payment da, da, da. and so like I said at first I was like no I'm not trying to hear that and so then I was like you know what she's right let me do that so something told me look at this car this dealership because at the end of the day I was going to anyway when I got off of work to look at this brand new car so I said I'm going to be at the lot anyway let me check and see what cars they have you guys the very car that I had to walk away from back in September the car that I was so disappointed about because I wanted it so bad the car that I was in love with and I told myself because I ended up having to get something done to my Kia um, a couple like a year or two ago and I got that car as a rental because I had to keep my car for night and I fell in love and I told myself I said if I ever get another car this is going to be the car same color same interior same everything I love it I love it I, love it. I just love the car and so um, now the opportunity two, later, two years or a year later presented itself and I said okay well I'm going to do it I'm going to get this car and so I go on the website I look at the car and immediately I didn't even click the link like I was just so stunned like what the heck I was like why didn't I look at the used cars first why did I just go to I just automatically went to the new inventory because I was like oh this is a great price I can do this blah 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 when I should have just, you know, looked at all the cars. I didn't. Even, I stopped even looking for this car because everywhere that I had seen, they had the car, but it wasn't worth it. They had too many miles, and it was priced too high. So I was just like, no. So, um, I know some of you are like, girl, get to the point. But I'm trying to get there. <laughs> but uh, you may hear my mouse clicking, but that's because I'm working, so bear with me. So, anyways, the same car that I had to walk away from, I stopped looking for. I started looking at something else, and God presented it to me. And so, I was just like, in my mind, because I had already been disappointed. This is when it comes back to placing a memory. I was so disappointed how I had to walk away from this car before. I see that, and I was just like, okay, well, let me check the miles. Because the price is great. But let me see how many miles it got. Because it's got to be, it got to have a lot of miles to be priced. It's going to be only a year old. So, I click on the car. The miles was, I was like, what? That's awesome. What the price is? And I was like, well... This is too good to be true. They're not going to have this car anymore. So, I didn't call the lady. I had already made my appointment. So, like I said, when I got off of work, I was already going to be there. And so, I said, well, when I get there, I'll just look at this car. I'll see what it's like. Test drive it. And then, if I don't like it, I'll just get the other one. So, I, the whole rest of the day, I kept looking at the car. kept looking at the car to see if it was available. See if somebody got it. I was like, oh, Lord. Like, this is crazy. Like, I stopped looking for the car because I, my expectations weren't met. I stopped 
thinking about because this wasn't a brand new car this is a 2020 but like i said great balance and a great price and it was everything i wanted for all white tinted windows backup camera very spacious um touch screen everything technology awesome like it's a wonderful car so i'm just sitting here like this is too good to be has ever got a blessing that's just like too good to be true and it was like you expected this in the beginning but you had to walk away from it to get it later because god has something better for you oh okay oops so fast forward i get to the dealership and i pull up and i said i immediately see it as i turn on the block so i said oh this is the car i said well let me go look at the car to make sure that everything they said online is correct so i look at the car try to open it it's locked look at the balance look at the price i said okay the price wasn't up there but i screenshot it so i said if y'all try to play with me i know what happened to us so um I walk in, I'm talking to the lady because we had already been talking on the email. She's like, Jasmine? I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you. So we started talking about, uh, she was talking about she's going to a concert with Elevation Church. So I was like, oh, she's a believer. Like, this is awesome. You know, I just feel like anytime you get in a, like, environment with somebody that's a believer, it's like, this is, this is meant to be because this person can really, like, help me make sense of this. And so, um... I didn't even say this. She was like, oh, let me get the person for you. And she was like, this is, she was like, wait a minute. This is crazy. She was like, you initially emailed us about the chaos. The most like a 22 chaos. However, you went online because I ended up telling her, hey, you know, I know I talked to you about this brand new car, but I actually want to see this car that you have on the lot. Is that okay? She's like, you can see whatever car you want. And so as she's going back to get the salesperson, she said, wait a minute. And I had told her, I said, you know, I have been looking for this car forever. I couldn't find it. And it just popped up, literally. I said, the first page I looked at, it was there. And I just thought it was too good to be true. And she said, so wait a minute. You initially contacted us about another car. You came in here to see that other car. But you ended up finding the car that you had been looking for for about a month or two. She was like, that's nobody but God. And it was at that moment, y'all, I got weak. I wanted to cry, but I'm like, this lady don't know me enough. Like, this lady don't even know my story. Like, you don't, you don't even know what I went through. I had to get rid of my car, walking away with no car. Leaving the car that I thought I was going to get. To leave for nothing for a whole month and some change. To go to finding something else because I had given up hope on the very thing that I wanted. I didn't believe God enough for it. And when I stopped looking, when I stopped forcing it, God presented it to me. And y'all, when she said that it was nobody but God, I literally wanted to cry. I was in shambles because I'm like, you don't know how hard it was for me to walk off that dealership, see that car with everything that I wanted, and to say, this isn't the one. This isn't for you. God gonna do it, but this one ain't it. And, uh, little story short, we get, she gets me the salesperson, awesome person. We talked the whole ride. I pretty much told her I know the car inside out. I love it. We took it on the road. We took it on the highway. We just have a casual conversation because I wanted to, and she probably doesn't know this, but I was feeling her out because I said, if I get the slightest feel of I'm not comfortable, I'm not making this purchase. But when I say this girl was just open with me, we was just talking, having a great conversation. And I could tell she was new, but I was like, I don't care. It's it's not about how long you've been here. It's about you. So we connected, we talked, and I told her, we got back. She was like, so do you want to see the chaos? I said, nope, I want to see this car. I said, you know, I'll test you over it. I know it inside out. I love it. It looks awesome. It's practically brand new. These miles are incredible. The price is incredible. I said, let's do it. And in my mind, I'm talking all about y'all. In my head, I was like, Lord, if you come back and I don't get this car, but fight this girl. Like, So, um, I said, let's do it. You know, here I am talking about I got an 800 credit score. Oops. Oh, okay. You got, sometimes you got to walk it and faith it till you make it. Okay. Because even though I know my credit has like taken a hit because 
like I said, I have a credit specialist working on it, but the things that were on there have been taken off, but it's dropped my credit score. So I'm like, oh God. So like I said, in my mind, I'm talking more, but in my head, I'm I'm insecure because I'm like, I know my real situation. She don't know. I'm just telling her. So we get in there. I said, well, let's, let's do it. Let's run the numbers. In my head, I'm thinking, I already don't want to go put down or ask me more. I really said I wasn't going to put nothing down, but I said, I, I know I trust God enough to take this step of faith. So whatever God allows me, whatever I'm comfortable with, I'm going to do it. And so we get in there. She... I tell her all my information. She run the number. She come back. And I said, okay. I counted her. I said, and surprisingly, the first number was, I was like, okay, that's cool. So I said, well, let's do this. If you do it this way, I can do this. So she said, okay. And then she came back. She said, give me the exact number of where you want to be at a payment wise. So I said, okay, cool. I told her. She went to her manager. He approved it. He said, okay. I said, okay. We good? And she was like, yeah. She was like, just show me your insurance. And I was like, Lord, like this lady don't even know I want to break down. And cry. I wanted to fall on these floor. Like I was so ecstatic. I didn't know how to act. Like I couldn't believe that God had done it for me. It wasn't no hassle. It wasn't no pressure. It wasn't me insecure. I didn't second guess it. It was everything I was looking for. It happened. And I signed the papers. With it. I was at the dealership for like three hours. That's it. And the majority of the time, I was test driving the car. Even, like I said, it wasn't even about the car. It was about the person that was selling me the car. Because had I got a slight issue with her or felt like, uh, no, she's not the one, I wouldn't have bought the car. So, the whole test drive was just me filling her out. And so, once I felt comfortable enough, I said, okay, let's go back to the internship. I'm ready. Read my numbers. She was like, I'm still. And then, like, she asked, she was like, are you excited? I was like, I am. She's like, you just, you're not moving. You're not saying anything. I said, because you don't know. Her name was Bailey. I'm like, Bailey, you don't know how much this means to me. I said, I literally have seen this car. I've been wanting this car. And I thought it was in my hand a month and a half ago. And a guy told me to walk away. And I was hurt because I was like, God, I'm doing everything you told me to do. God, I'm believing you. I'm trusting you. And you you put it in my hands. But I have to let it go. I can't walk away with this. I said you don't know how that feels like you don't maybe you do know how that feels but I can't explain how I feel because this was so easy I said first of all I wasn't looking for this car I came here for a whole other car and I immediately knew when I saw the line this was my car I said I'm not leaving this dealership until I get it and she was just like I'm so happy for you I can't believe she was like girl and then the lady that I initially was talking with she came in she was like Jasmine she was like, so let me get this straight. So she literally telling me the story again. Like, you literally came in here for a brand new car. She was like, well, which car did you get? I said, I got the uh, the 2020 or whatever. And I told her, I said, you know. She was like, well, did you look at the other car? I said, no. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't need to. I said, because I knew that this car was for me. This is the car I have been looking for for two months. I said, you don't know how long I've been looking for this car. I said, then I found one. And then literally, I, had, I couldn't take it. I had to leave it at the dealership because God told me that wasn't the one. I said, so to be here and to get, like, you guys, when I drove out, it was so surreal. Like, I drove out to dealership, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. Like, God, I literally on the way home just screaming, God, thank you. Like, I can't even react because I'm just in shock because I had literally written out what God had for me. And I'm going to do a part two because this is going to get kind of, like, long. So, I'm going to do a part two to this. But um, it was just, oh, it was just everything. So, I said all that to to wrap up the door of delay because here I was like I said two months ago I saw this car that I wanted I knew I just knew I was walking off a lot and God said nope this the car but this ain't it this specific one is not for you and two months later here I have a better deal a better offer it's everything and more that I could have imagined there's so much like tech and 
these audio even really know how to work <laughs> you know just still trying to figure out the car but i love it and i'm just like god you did it like you did it and i'm not worried about anything about it and surprisingly i still have my car insurance uh, because I carry my sister, so I didn't have to put any more money down for my car insurance. All I had to do was literally add my car, and my car payment for my car note for my car insurance is still the same. I don't pay, um, I pay like a hundred dollars more next month, but that's a blessing because it's like you know how sometimes you have to get brand new insurance, and you have to put like three hundred, two hundred dollars down for a down payment. I didn't have to do that. I literally pay my down payment, they transfer my tag on because I still, and then that was the crazy thing. I still had my tag for my other car because I was like. I'm going to take it in, but you have to make an appointment. But I was like, I, I'm not going to do that. Like, I, I'll do that later. Because I had literally just renewed my tag, you guys. I had just renewed my tag when I bought the car. I mean, when I, uh, right before I got rid of my car. So, I was pissed. I'm like, I'm out of $75 because I just bought two years of a tag that I don't have a car for. So, I was thankful because that saved me, like, $700 on my car. And so, and then that was the crazy thing. Because I told her, I said, oh, I meant to tell you that I have a tag already. It's in my car, uh, in my you know, vehicle that I drove here outside. And so she's like, really? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. She started smiling, looking at her like, girl, baby, what's wrong with you? So she walked off, she come back, she said, you're going to love this number. She's like, you're going to, if you loved the number before, you're going to love this number. So she showed me the number. I said, hey, God, you got more do it. <laughs> I was like, what do you do? And I told her, I said, girl, listen, do whatever you got to do to get me that car, girl. I said, I'm down. I'm signed, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. It's mine. I got you. Like I, you gonna get this sale today, and so that was it. Was at that very moment that I said, "God, you did it again." And then when I logged in this morning to hear the word of God and hear Him say that the door of denial is not a de- de- deny or delay. It's not a deny. It's just a delay. And the title of the message was, "There has to be another way." So I literally want to break down because I'm like, God, there was another way. Here I am going back to the place where I had a memory, thinking that it will happen again for me the same way it happened before. But God said, nope, it's going to happen for you, but not the way you see it happening. So I literally had to leave what I thought was a comfort zone in my blessing. I had to walk away from the very things that I wanted that God told me, no, wait. Two months later, I wasn't even looking for this car. And it found me. Like, that's crazy, y'all. I wasn't even, I didn't even know this car was here. And then when I realized it, it had been there for a while. I didn't even know. And so, I just said all that to say that the door of delay, delay, I don't know why I want to mix delay and denial. Y'all bear me. But the door of delay, it's not a denial. But if you have been delayed, it's something that God has told you is going to happen. Let God know that, okay, God, I trust you. It didn't happen this way, but I know you said it's going to happen because you're not a liar. You would not bring me here to disappoint me, to embarrass me, because you're not a liar. You're the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. So, there's got to be another way. So, God, in this moment, I ask that you show me what am I missing? What am I not seeing? There's another way to get what I'm supposed to get. Show me. And so, that, man, listen, that in itself was everything for me, y'all, because, like I said, this whole car journey had been so, and then even, like, in the car that I had um, was using up until I got my car. I was just so uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm tall. And I'm like, I got to lead back. And then trying to reach to my son. It was just crazy. I couldn't see him because I couldn't put the mirror up. It was just a lot. So in that moment, we had I had to be this comfortable, uncomfortable. And that's the, the last thing I want to um, talk about. It's just that your comfort matters. 
So in your delay, you're going to have to take steps that make you uncomfortable to get to the next door. It's going to take you being uncomfortable to get where God is trying to take you. If it's comfortable, if it's too easy, dream bigger. Try harder. Because you're not going high enough. You're playing it too safe. And like I said, this message has already gotten long enough. <laughs> so I'm going to do a part. I'm doing three parts. And so the next part two will be the second door. And I'm not going to tell you what that door is. But I will um, title it on my next episode. So you have to tune in next Sunday to get part two of this part three series. And I'm going to call this the Doors of Opportunity a three-part series so today is part one the door of delay the next one will come when i get up here <laughs> and record it so hopefully you guys are motivated by this story some of you probably like girl you just talked for 30 minutes and i didn't get nothing out of it but that just means it's not your time to hear this message but when it is you'll hear it and you'll make sense of it and you'll say god this is me i played it too safe i had to walk away from something i don't know what it is your job your house your car your relationship your kids like i don't know what you had to walk away from and god's gonna bring you back to that thing he's gonna bless it two times ten times a thousand times more than you could have imagined because like i said this car is everything to me. i mean a lot of this stuff on this car i didn't ask for i did not ask for but i'm thankful because god knew what i needed and he blessed me with stuff that i didn't even ask for so just be grateful in the delay. Why do I keep saying that? What is delay? Like, just be grateful in the delay. Because a delay does not mean denial. And you see how the devil keeps trying to make me put those two words together to make you think that a delay is a denial? Uh-uh. Ain't happening. It's not a denial. It's a delay. That means it's prolonged. It's going to happen, just not right now. And that was literally my story. So I hope this bless you. Again, this is going to be a three-part series. I'll see you guys next Sunday for part two. Bye!